Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Dobin, and I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to WXM something, you know what, Goat Radio, <laughs> where we lift our tails to poop pebbles. <laughs> you just learned that. <laughs> I just learned that goats poop pebbles. <laughs> Not to be trusted with intros. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, I feel like this is the perfect time to introduce our <laughs> guest, uh, actress, improviser, sketch writer, sketch performer, amazing woman, Brianna Rayner. Hello. Hello. Welcome. What a segue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, am I honored? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be connected to an interesting fact is always nice. Yeah. Goat poop. <laughs> the more you know. The less you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like a lot of people don't know the end of that saying. It's, it's always what is it? The more you do, the less you snoo. <laughs> the more you know, the less you poo. Uh, I don't care who you are, where you're from, what you did, as long as you love me. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's right. BSB. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no one knows what any of those songs are about. No one tells me. Stop or let's lets me listen to the radio. They just bring me out for this podcast and put me back in my room <laughs> with my goat, with your with haunted your Victorian dolls. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> What's that scary movie with the haunted doll? Chucky. Oh well, that's number one scary Annabelle? movie. There's Annabelle. One? Oh Annabelle. Yeah, it's newer ish. Had to turn it off. Oh, I don't. I don't even want to watch it's it. It's a real doll, guys. Don't Google it. Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah it's real. It's it a Raggedy is- Ann doll. It's I always hated but in those. the movie they use like a porcelain face doll. Okay, what's the deal with Raggedy Ann? Because my mom was always like, "Here's your Raggedy Ann and Andy dolls," and I was like, you "Just crap your pants." <laughs> yeah, and I was terrified. Just like, it was pebbles. The sun went behind a, a cloud every time I looked. At them. <laughs> no, the the cool thing about them is that when you took their clothes off, there's just a tattoo where their heart should be yeah. that says "I love you," but. My mom was obsessed. Like she was Raggedy Ann when you're for Halloween as an adult woman. See, it's a pretty easy costume, though. Like, I yeah, mean, I I'm not saying mom your mom's was not cool. Too. But she sewed like, her own costume, though. That's cool. No, it's not. Could have just put a bloody mop on her. Head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had so many lying around. Yeah, I think her hair is brighter than that, though. So it'd have to yeah. be like fresh, fresh all night. <laughs> She's constantly reapplying blood constantly. in the bathroom. <laughs> She's like, "This is the best party ever." <laughs> I think there's a movie about that too. Um, it's called Blood Rag yeah. Seven. <laughs> Anne's Revenge. I'd watch that. I had a Raggedy Ann doll, and my brother had a Raggedy Andy, and our bathroom was decorated in Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy. Whoa. Everything, and that was our haunted bathroom. Wow. I, I don't think I've told those haunted stories. No, yet. you've told so yeah. many other haunted stories. A haunted stories. bathroom? The Hell House. Um, <laughs> really? Did it just always smell like farts? No. <laughs> but it also, when it. Uh, just weird things happened in the bathroom. Ooh. Not like bad things. The Shining haunted bathroom? Like one of the ghost friends lived in the bathroom. Oh, Could have yeah. been our imaginations. Hmm. What were the signs? Oh, it's a long story. Okay. All right. Well, I asked my brother about it and I really freaked him out. Mm. So I'm like, remember? Anyways, but we had matching Raggedy Ann and Andy towels as well. That's cute. I didn't nice. have any Raggedy Ann. Covered in blood. Did you have stri- Holly Hobby? 
Because uh, I had Holly Happy. She sheets. was cool. She's, no, she's still cool. Yeah, she's still rad at dressing. Yeah, I had strawberry shortcake. shortcake. <gasps> mm. Nice. Also yeah. great. That's, that's a little bit older, younger. <laughs> I'm older, but not not by a lot. Brianna, you brought us a tray of warm brownies. I did. Making you the best guest we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Not you only were, were they gluten-free, but they were made only with honey. Tootin-free. They were tootin-free. <laughs> they were gluten-free. Tootin' common. Yeah. Uh, there yeah. was no Egyptian kings. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have dinner before, so that now I've got a nice lining of delicious brownies in my stomach that I'm going to pour <laughs> Prosecco over top of. It's a of. good base. Yeah. It's a good mm-hmm. base. It's a solid base. My taxi driver on the way over was oh. like, oh, you made brownies. And I said, yeah, I don't know how they'll be because they're gluten-free and I've never tried this recipe. And then he asked me what flours I used mm. and then spent the whole drive telling me about how much he loves baking and the different things he's made. Oh, it was, yeah, it was great. It was, I think it was a really great tactic to make me not notice that he took a really shitty route. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fuckers. But you are basically a direct line to this. Place. I know, but, and, but I also was enjoying his story so much. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I even tipped him more than I should. Have. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, Brianna and I have done comedy for a while in, in the same city, but the first time I met you was at a party that I can really remember. And you are a baker a hobby baker like you bake beautiful oh things and that was i just really loved you showed up with gorgeous cookies like just professionally made cookies (laughs) did you ever work as a baker (laughs) yeah i was oh right they're amazing yeah i was a pastry cook for four years oh my gosh so i still love it but i i got tendonitis in my elbows wrists and shoulders when i was doing it so i had to you know find something new to do right yeah it was it was everywhere like i couldn't it hurt to hold a spoon or tie my shoes or my like hold a book. That like, sucks. Yeah. It, Could you go on like workers' compensation? Well, it's funny because it's a soft tissue injury because they can't see you like bleeding all over the place. They're like, are you really? Did they check hurt? your vagina? Oh, yeah, of course they did. And you're they're like, like, okay, come back in two weeks. Yeah. Like, clean as a whistle. Let me yeah. just check, like, check out this bloody rag. <laughs> right? I right? keep having to re blood Yeah. So what I ended up doing was applying for because I was doing pastry and that's what I wanted to do as my, my vocation right yeah. but I was the bottom of the totem pole so I always got laid off in the winter when it got less busy because no. I lived in a tourist town in Victoria right and so there was always oh well we're slow now so you're laid off for a while which is often then when I would work retail until Christmas season when they needed me again and then you know and so That's it goes. So and so it goes. Yeah, super shitty. But what it was like, well, this is what I want to do. And this is, you know, I was working in good places. So I wanted to keep doing it. But my injury was timed at the same time as 9 11. And we lost within a week so much business because people weren't flying mm-hmm, right. that then I got laid off. And because I was then considered a seasonal worker, I was eligible for like basically a back to school program. They're like, want to put you back to school so they'll never see you on EI again, right? right? And so I convinced them in Victoria that film was a full-time industry, which at the time it was not, but they, whatever, the government's HR department had all this great data about what a great film city Victoria was because I think they (laughs) wanted it to be. And (laughs) And so I gave that back and then I managed to 
get the government to pay for me to go to film school. That's awesome. But I didn't think they'd pay for acting, so I went for production. Right. And I worked in production for a few years. But I was doing like improv on the side the whole time. And I remember the WCB woman interviewing me, and she says, so what do you do outside of work? And I was like, well, nothing really, because I know she's looking for something that will contribute to my injury. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And... I was like, well, not much. She's like, no sports, no this, Punch no that. Dicks. Right? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell her that because that is really hard on the wrist. Yeah. <laughs> Knocking dicks in the dirt. Right? <laughs> and then I said, oh, well, I do improv. And then she was so excited that I did improv oh. that she was like totally on my side. And it was really funny. She like comes in and to interview me and she, she was wearing like coat with fur trim and like diamond earrings and like super quaffed like a real like Cruella de Vil kind of like Cruella de Vil like she looked like a real Oak Bay gem Victoria is so weird yeah (laughs) oh it's totally weird I grew up in Sydney outside Mm -hmm. of Victoria and it's all weird yeah the smaller the island the weirder the people yeah we were both just on Gulf Islands this weekend <laughs> so we can attest to that and you made it back yeah, yeah totally it took a while but I got back yeah two I ferries. just got on a ferry but the worst part about getting back was the north van bus back to Vancouver oh yeah wow Oof. really erases that zen feeling of yeah. being in the woods by yourself for two and a half days I don't think that would be zen for me that would be like fear farts happening <laughs> <laughs> You are my only friend who who farts when they're afraid. I don't even know if I do or not. Today I made myself laugh by myself at the idea that uh, I bought a robot. This is not true. I do not have that kind of money. <laughs> I would buy one of those robot vacuums, though. Roomba? Oh, Roomba? Yeah. Then right. I would get a cat and I put it on the can and make a million dollars. Make viral vids. Um, but the idea that someone convinces you that they're a robot. But then they fart, and you're like, "You are not a robot. Like, <laughs> robots don't fart." That's what gives them away. Like, yeah, I have a friend who works help in me. AI. May I help you undress? <laughs> yes, robot. <laughs> <laughs> you are not a robot. Why would it? Get your hands on my titties. Oh my god! I always fart when I help someone undress, <laughs> just out of fear. Why? I don't think I've ever farted in front of somebody that I like. Mm, yeah. Ever? Mm. Well, I don't have. Oh. Well, like, I mean, if someone <laughs> can, uh, maybe, <laughs> but I would like, I blocked really it out of like my, them. yeah. You know, that old saying, if you fart in front of someone, if you love someone, love. let them go. If they come back and you fart in front of them, let them go <laughs> even harder. <laughs> Is that yeah. what, the, let the farts go? Knees and yeah. Toes. Yeah. Let them rip. <laughs> Just let them rip forever. Yeah. And just stay That's alone. That's what that saying means. Yeah. <laughs> I think when you're in a relationship, as soon as one of you gets food poisoning, it's yeah, just real, real. Oh, yeah. And real also fast. real love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, if you're Someone like, I really loved uh, got food poisoning. Fart poisoning. And it was, it was very uh, serious and scary. And I was like, I love this person so much. I can't wait for them to get better and to stop pooing so much. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had food poisoning. I think you have food poisoning every day. (laughs) (laughs) You're just so used to it. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Maybe I just don't know what being healthy is like. Food poisoning is like the flu. Yeah, I don't think I... No, I had it once from like tainted sushi. Tainted sushi. Mm. (laughs) Honk, honk. (laughs) That was my butt. Uh, So, Victoria. How long did you live in Victoria for? Oh... I don't know, like five years maybe? I mean, I grew up in Sydney and I still technically lived there when I went to the University of Victoria. Mm. So many uh, rabbits. 
so many rabbits. Um, and then I moved into town for a few years before moving to Vancouver. It feels like it shouldn't be a big move moving from Sydney to Victoria because they're half an hour apart, but it felt like a big deal to me. That is a big deal. Sydney by the sea. That's right. It's a book town. Yeah, it is. Or it used to be. I don't know if it still is, but I've it used to be. I've bought books You're there. books there? They've yeah. got like fancy vintage stores that sell fancy expensive books that you're oh, like, oh, that looked pretty, but it only looked pretty in the context of the shop. And now I just have this weird old book that I'm afraid to crack the spine of. Yeah, that's that's Sydney. That's Sydney. <laughs> yep. <laughs> old book town. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I remember when we got a 7-Eleven. It was Whoa. a big Whoa. deal. That would be a big deal. Yeah. Meet you at the set. And they had Slurpees. Oh, yeah. Sl- the, my, yeah, Slurpees are crazy. You've only um, heard about them on TV and then you have one? Someone contacted Jay this week from a like a PR firm asking him to write a song about Slurpees because they represent Slurpee. I would do that. But he doesn't yeah. want to do that. It's one of those things... <laughs> Uh, where they exploit artists and they're like we're doing a battle of the bands submit a song about Slurpees and then we'll pick the best one and give only that person money and you're just doing free publicity for us those contests suck so last night as we were falling asleep we were making up songs about uh, Slurpees made out of poo (laughs) (laughs) but in a style of like really I don't know emo (laughs) like folk music submit it uh, I don't remember because we fell asleep without recording. <laughs> Every night we come up with the greatest songs and then only remember vaguely what it was about. We were like, I think you should was just leave the microphones on all night. Brown Slurpees. Cola. The microphones. Yeah, we have these out all the time, even <laughs> when we're not recording a podcast. Um, Rihanna. Yes. Do you have any retail nightmares for us? Oh, yeah, I have a few. Oh, I have exciting. a few. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because for a while there, I really avoided retail. I worked, my first job was in a doctor's office, like transcribing lab data. So, oh. Oh, I avoided it. And then I finally got. Poverty led you. Yeah. To the footsteps. Yeah. I think I was about, I think I was saving for university. So I was trying, I was having more than one job. Okay. And my first job in retail, I was super green, and I worked at this place in Sydney called Global Treasures. Oh. It was right beside the Scratch Patch, for anyone who knew what that was. What's the Scratch that? Patch was a place that had all these different polished rocks, Whoa. and kids could just go through and pick out rocks or go, like, Such a scam. you know, hand diving into a pool to get... Feels so good. Hand diving is the technical term for <laughs> reaching into water and picking up sparkly rocks. Um, so it was really, <laughs> even though we weren't, we shared kind of the space it was open so it was really loud in there all the time and my boss was kind of cuckoo <laughs> like uh-huh uh, her name was bev ann Hi, i don't bev. i suspect it wasn't her real name quite and <laughs> she hired me right after she'd gone through a terrible breakup with a long-term boyfriend and she was a mess a lot like not all the time but she was not like she just didn't really have it entirely together so she wasn't great with training me and that was kind of important because i had never done this before and i have like uh i'm not good at doing math in front of people (laughs) and i was especially terrified when i was 17 and had all these phobias about it so um i really could have used a little more solid grounding there uh the alarm pad 
it was her boyfriend's name no that spelled out and she never changed it oh man yeah she never changed it and she came into work late she late one day she's like i'm i'm gonna be late i said okay that's fine so when she finally comes in she's like i just really needed to go up to the mountain and do some drumming and so so she had and she had lots of drums because it was an import store right (laughs) and she's like and i just feel like so good drumming in the mountain and she's like last night you know um i just i felt like he and i just had a really big fight but you know like he wasn't there it was just really emotional and it felt like after the fight kind of a feeling and you know how like when you're with someone and then after a fight you like make love and everything's better and i was, and like, you're I was 17 17 i've never had sex i've never had a boyfriend and it's like i'm uh, well educated in what sex is, but mm-hmm. I've, you know, I, I, my friends and I don't talk about it really yet because we're late bloomers. Because you don't have drums yet. Yeah, I don't have drums. Busy with your book because <laughs> you have drums. And uh, and she's like, and you make love. She's like, so I made love to myself, and then I felt so much better. And I was like, that is like, oh, uh, great. Uh, glad you feel better. <laughs> Not know like a crime. Or a listener, to in a case child. you move, you missed that. She made love to herself. I don't think yeah. anyone missed that. Oh my god! <laughs> Everyone's paused their podcast right now and is barfing What's into so a drum. I was thinking about like, oh yeah, what are some retail nightmares that I have? And I had, and then I realized I had completely blocked out having worked there. <laughs> oh. Thank you so much for unearthing that. Yeah, no, no. Thank problem. you for your repressed memory. Yeah, no problem. And I, I'm. Because I was not good at math, someone had brought in this discount card she'd given somebody for something, and this guy was buying a drum, and he and when I did the math on when I did when I did wink when I did the math on it, I'd never calculated a discount before, sure. and so I I did it I totally did it wrong, and he's like, I think this should be less, it should be less. It's it should it's not this much. I can't afford to pay this much and, to make love to myself on a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I said, no, that's it. <laughs> and my boss wasn't she wasn't around because she wasn't there a lot, and so she's busy. He baiting. was like, okay, and so then he paid it, and then I redid it after, and it was like, oh yeah, that was off. <laughs> and then I don't know. I don't know how I balanced the till that night. I know I didn't. I know I didn't take the money, but I must have done. You hit it in something. a drum. I did probably <laughs> on a mountain. Yeah, on a mountain. Um, Bev Ann was that her name? Yeah, hyphen. Yeah, Bev Ann. She reminds me so much of my first roommate. It's scary. <laughs> and her her name was a blank hyphen Ann too. Mm. So I think maybe it's catching. I don't know. <laughs> that i'm not gonna tell any stories about her yeah i like how you suspect that that was not a real name like it was an like that's elias a chosen name alias <laughs> elias alias never alias. said it out loud elias before is a name elias well, Morrison. I, I just like <laughs> i assume it must have been like fully beverly or something beverly angeli probably beverly, beverly d'angelo that's oh it. that's it that you know her. that was her and she so was just cool. like she just broke up with what's his face chevy chase scarface oh uh mm-hmm. i just know what? her Albertino. yeah character from 
Yeah, National National Lampoon. As far as I know, she didn't do anything else. No. (laughs) She did. Actually, there's a movie called, oh, what's it called? It has a young Christopher Walken and a young Chris Sarandon and a young Jeff Goldblum in it. And she plays, she violently masturbates in that movie. So it's all coming around. Oh, wow. What's it called? Oh, it's really good. Global Treasures. (laughs) Mountaintop Masturbation. Global Treasures 7. (laughs) Uh, No, she, it's a horror movie and it's really good. And it's about this haunted apartment in this building in New York. Oh, man. It's great, but the I would recommend it to people all the time at the video store, but I'd be like, yeah, there's this one weird scene where like she's very young and beautiful, but gets way too erotic <gasps> and it's like she's her character's into it, but everyone else is like, what is she doing? Why is she doing that? I was uh, on a plane uh, once watching, I was looking for something different to watch, so I found this <laughs> What I thought might be an indie movie called Trance. Have you ever seen it? I don't think so. Okay. Well, is it recent? Re- yeah, it came out in the past couple of years. Yeah, it's like a Danny Boyle movie. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And basically, it's about um, this art dealer is, or someone who works in a gallery is hypnotized into stealing a painting and then doesn't remember where he hid it because he needs to go back into hypnosis, right? But the plot is really that he was like stalking his ex-girlfriend and... He's just a creep. Uh, he's a creep, but she was involved in the heist as part of getting back at him. It's a really convoluted, not particularly mm-hmm. worthwhile plot. Sounds like The Spanish Prisoner, but not good. Okay, I found the name of this movie. It's called The Sentinel, 1977. Really good. Watch it. But also, okay. Okay. <laughs> Mountain Tramp. So I'm on this plane watching this movie, and there's this part where Rosario Dawson is playing the ex-girlfriend, is pretending to get back together with her hypnotized ex. <laughs> I, this is already is terrible. Have, right? Yeah, right, ladies? Yeah. And so she's like, just hold on a minute. And she goes to the bathroom, and you hear like an electric razor, and, right? <laughs> Uh, because she's shaving off her beard. She, yeah, shaving she's shaving her, her. Yeah, one might call it. Electrolysis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's like super into art, right? And you know, there's no body hair on sculptures, right? So um, she is making herself like a sculpture, and so she shaves off her pubes. She comes back into the room, um, and it sort of pans down her body to her shaved vulva, right? Vulva, which is fine. Except I'm on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, my yeah. whole screen is filled with Rosaria Dawson. Rosaria. Rosaria. Area. Rosaria's area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was yeah. immediately looking around to see like who's like watching it. what I'm watching. Yeah, why don't I always thought they edited movies on the plane to not because what if you're yeah. sitting next to a little little petite baby? Yeah, or just anybody who's Your grandma. <laughs> Well, they can also know. see somebody get like gutted and yeah, shot that's in the true. Head. But that's acceptable. Yeah, I do. But prefer they keep it. all the plane crashing scenes into movies. That I freaks me out as a they... person with a yeah. with a not not super into flying. At one point, oh crazy! Yeah. When my band was flying to England, we all three of us were sitting. I was in between Jay and Adam, and all three of us were watching different movies. And simultaneously, there were all three scenes on planes. I was like, what is happening? This is freaking me out. I was on a plane once, and the world's greatest plane crashes was planes. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. I'd have to like have to have 
I'd have to ding the bell. Yeah. And be like, like sedate me if I saw that. Open the emergency. Can they sedate you for you? I don't know. I would love that. I stopped having anyways. I used to have to sedate, be sedated and like slightly sedated to fly. Oh, me every time too. Yes. (laughs) It's wine and gravel. (laughs) Real good. Mother's little helper. Yep. That's right. You would know. You're, I mean, know. you're a mother. Oh, man. Hey, we made it this far without talking about your new baby. Amazing. Well, we could keep going, but... We can. Jay, yeah. edit that out. Yeah. yeah. Edit out the baby part. We're saving it for later. <laughs> baby. <laughs> Good joke, Alicia. <laughs> Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? I do. It happened today. <laughs> uh, I was interviewing someone, and his response all of a sudden turned very religious. And he was like, I've got help from him, huh? And then he gestured to a painting, giant painting of Jesus. Hmm. And I said, hmm. And he goes, I take it you're not a Christian. Ooh. <laughs> and I, I just take it you're not a carpenter. I didn't know what to say. So I was like, nope. And he was like, that's okay. I still probably like you. <laughs> and I was, that's good. If you're Christian, you should. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, like number one rule. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, why Why did you bring this up in a weird way and make me feel so uncomfortable? Well, how is he helping him? Is he helping him move? <laughs> I guess. What do you get? Yeah, he was saying he was saying that his church would help him move. Oh. Uh, uh, that's different. Yeah. That's but nice. no, Jesus. Specifically. <laughs> Just, I, but Jesus' robes, like... We'll always be in the way. <laughs> yeah, he'd just be tripping. He'd be like, I just got these Birkenstocks. Like, I'm going to... I'm breaking just, them in. My feet really I'll hurt. I'll just look out for the stuff while you guys do the heavy yeah. lifting. Is that cool? Like, <laughs> um, Yeah. But he always is there when beer and pizza shows up. <laughs> He's always like... Breaking hey. bread. He's like, he turns the pizzas into more pizzas. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, oh, it would be. That would, Jesus I would was amazing. Christian. <laughs> I would especially love it because whenever I order like a gluten-free pizza, yeah. they're so tiny. Do you do the Panago gluten-free ever? Yeah. Yeah. I eat all of that. That's all pizzas. The yeah, whole pizza. Because it's oh, not good when it gets cold. No. And I always think, well, I'll just eat some of it and then I'll heat some up for lunch tomorrow. But lunch tomorrow comes so fast. Yeah. It's <laughs> 15 minutes later. Yeah, the trick is have it for breakfast and put an egg on top. Well, I have a retail nightmare. I was walking down beautiful Main Street in Vancouver, B.C., and is having a lovely time with my friend Katie Ellen Humphreys. We had just returned from a Canadians game, uh, which we lost. Uh, sunburned. Personally. <laughs> They're walking down Main Street and having a great day. We stopped by Organic Acres and got things for dinner. And just then we hear screaming. And outside of the Four Cats art studio for kids. And there was a crow dislodging baby pigeons from their nest and throwing them onto the sidewalk in front of the art store. Oh Alicia, that's fucking dark. That is <laughs> awful. And there's a crowd gathering and there's kids crying and screaming. And I had not seen baby pigeons probably a week away from being fully feathered and learning to fly. Like almost, they were huge, huge mm. chicks. And uh, I was like, call the SPCA. They'll figure it out. Don't worry. They're going to be okay. Just keep the crows away from them. And I just keep walking because I'm always calling SPCA or the police or something. They're like, hey, Alicia, but what's just, up? Just was like, yeah, it's me. It's Tobin again. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. No, I'm still looking for a dog. <laughs> uh, and uh, one of the parents of the children that were crying was uh, getting getting the paper towels to pick up the chicks so they wouldn't have the smell of humans on them. 
Although the pigeons can see them right there. I heard that's yeah. a myth, though, actually. I think that's a myth, too. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Well, she probably didn't want to really just touch fresh yeah, pigeons. Yeah, things are I fucking guess. flying rats. Am I right, ladies? I, I was behind the Granville Public Market. Yes. And there's where the wharfs are. I was sitting and having a snack, and there's one wharf, and then behind it, there's another one. And there was a boat there with people doing like an dance arts performance art kind of thing on the on the boat sounds illegal uh i think no permits were involved in in the creation of this international water right yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and i saw a seagull on the dock ahead of them uh with a pigeon and it took the pigeon by the neck and dragged it off the dock took it into the water shook it and like drowned it dragged it back up onto the dock and then started eating it. And in this time, a huge crowd had gathered and they were all looking at the birds because they were saying things like, oh my God, what is it doing? That was part of the performance. And everybody on that boat dancing, I think, thought that they had attracted a really great crowd. <laughs> I was trying to think of like the different perspectives of that story. It's like... They're so different. That's every time we have a good show, there's actually an animal eating another animal just in front of us, but out of our our eyesight. Um, okay, so what actually happened for the listener is that Seagull took that pigeon and it took it down to the underwater magical kingdom to become a mer-pigeon. Mer-pigeon. And it was fine. Oh, yeah, it was totally fine. That's what the dance was about. Uh, I was working at Urban Barn as one of my oh, winter jobs. Furniture. Furniture. And uh, it was Christmas time, right? Fun. And this woman comes in and she was looking for this robe that she had put on layaway because Urban Barn has like all kinds of things besides furniture because oh. the small items, you know, add yeah. up, right? And we had these fluffy robes in that said king and queen on them. <laughs> and she had put one aside on hold. And she had not come back in the two days or whatever that we allowed. It was a week later or something. So we had sold it. Mm-hmm. And she was so mad. And yeah. she's talking to me and she says, but you don't understand. This robe was for my husband and I always call him my king. And this robe said king on it. And so I wanted it for him for Christmas. And I said, well, our policy is two days and it was a week ago. So I, I can only assume that it was sold. I'm not here all the time. That's what has happened because it's nowhere to be found and we're sold out. I'm really sorry. And she's like, but I call him. You don't understand. my. And she kept repeating her story. And I said, well, you know, you could go to the bay and get whatever robe you want. They have some really nice ones. And then you could just get it printed yeah, on nice. and it, it could, it might be nicer even. And <laughs> she said, no, but you don't understand. There's not time for that. Well, our policy was a week. So, or it was not a week. It's two days. So uh, I'm really sorry. And she repeated her story like three more times. And I had to get my manager to explain the policy to her. Wow. It's not here anymore. It's you should have been here. like, you should call him a pet name that is more equal yeah. than you are his subject because that's really fucked <laughs> and up. you probably shouldn't wait till the 22nd or 23rd of december to pick up his gift and there's still time she doesn't understand stuff yeah. i really yeah. really resented people who fucked up their holiday planning and then somehow would put it on blame it on you the salesperson yeah, yeah. but yeah. i need something i can't not have a present it's i'm like, like sure well you know what you have been brainwashed to think that I've done it so much. 
<laughs> and no one cares. <laughs> you know what? Just uh, make some little cards of nice things you're going to do for them. <laughs> Just take some arty snapshots of your genitals. They'll love it. Genitals. Your oysters. Your oysters. Your oysters. I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you had other another oh yeah i was well i was volunteering at a comedy festival oh god right and i was really tired and at this point had kind of like stopped working in retail for yeah i had stopped except for you know volunteering and that mm-hmm. kind of thing and this couple came up about two minutes before a show was supposed to start and it was general seating and the guy was like Super tanned. They were both super tanned. Mm, Vaguely orange. And he had his shirt like partway undone and like hairy chest and a bunch of chains. Right? And like a white Miami Vice blazer. Ah, pussy buster. Right? Oh my God. Yeah. Like I can barely concentrate. (laughs) And she had like, uh, she's quite like like fit voluptuous. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like parts of her body may not have always been parts of her body. They may have been, they may have been added later. Sure. Um, but that's just, it might've been a really good bra. Who am I to say? I, I've never had one. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Mine They're come from miracle Costco. workers. Right. <laughs> and, uh, lots of highlights. Oh, so expensive. So expensive. Right. You have to wear that weird cap. Ah, the worst. <laughs> it's a sieve on your head. <laughs> And then they came up and they said, we want the best seats. (laughs) (laughs) And immediately what came out of my mouth was, no problem. Just come come back 20 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) At the comedy festival. And then I I (laughs) gave them their general's tickets and said, good luck. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome and i haven't volunteered at that festival again you're my really hero <laughs> yeah that's really yeah. good otherwise i just i worked at bernard calibo chocolates <sighs> where we got paid minimum wage and all the chocolate we could eat on shift <laughs> did you do it oh, of course i did over and over again and i worked at this one the the store that i worked in was in the empress hotel which i would later work as a pastry cook at whoa and it was just this alcove, really. And I had a headache one day and someone, this man came in and he was like, are you okay? And I said, oh yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I, I said, oh, I just, I have a little bit of a headache, but I'm okay. And then he started doing like pressure point work oh gosh, on he touched me. You. Yeah, he touched me and was doing like this pressure point work on me and it hurt, but I could tell it was also helping. Oh, so I was the only staff member in this store and because it was like an alcove was a target a lot for people coming in, but I just let him stay there and hope my boss wouldn't come by because it was <laughs> making me feel so much better. Oh, wow. And once there was a guy from, I'm going to say Texas, but he was just whatever from the South. It's hard to tell. He's a American. Standing just outside of the store, talking to someone else and said, if I ever get married again, I get myself one of them Asian women because mm-hmm. they're so obedient. Oh, and I was Christ. like, when I think about it now, my response would be so much different than just stunned. <laughs> but at the time I was like, are you, what, what do you say? I cannot even believe you. I was like, just can't even believe you just said that to anybody. You just said that beside your current wife. 
What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like you could tell there were two couples off a cruise ship or something. Yikes. That was definitely a prostitute. <laughs> no, she was she was too old. She was, and she looked a clearly disobedient. <laughs> That's horrendous. Is I've he definitely from- heard that more than once from a white man. Yeah. When we were just talking about the I saw you misconduct misconnections misconnections yeah that there's a lot of there's a thing in Mis- the vancouver newspaper here the free newspaper the georgia Strait, misconnections and a lot of the times it's a it's a white male that sees a woman who's asian and let's correct that too. it's a predator it's a predator <laughs> yeah who uh is making creepy eyes at someone who has not even noticed them yeah so it's like me white man you asian woman yeah did and- not notice me because i was Behind a newspaper. <laughs> Jerking it big time. Yeah. In my brain. Behind it. Shaking. I was making, lo- making love to myself on top of a mountain. I had a drum. It obscured my face. Oh, my God. Uh, How did she bring her vibrator all the way up the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> She's not that was, heavy. It was just a, a vibrator-shaped drum, and then she was drumming it, and it was vibrating. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's a special drum. <laughs> Where can I buy it? <laughs> At women's wear. Uh What was it called? Uh, global treasures global treasures <laughs> so worst present from a family member yeah right the worst present ever from a family member the worst present ever from a family member so we always start with the guest brianna do you have a particular present that sticks out in your mind as a Maybe not such a great present. Uh, yes, I do. And okay, so I got married a few years ago. Yes, I was there. It you was were great. There. You Con were there. Rats. I got very drunk. Good. <laughs> it was so much fun. I'm so glad you got drunk. You're such a beautiful bride. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you're special. <laughs> Your hair is softer today. <laughs> softer than any other day in my whole life. Your skin is like soap. <laughs> I know. It's funny because uh, when I was making the guest list for the wedding, um, I invited our friend Rebecca Slavin. Yes. And she is a beautiful woman. Shockingly and, uh, beautiful. As I was making the list, I was like, I will not be the most beautiful woman. Oh. <laughs> it's impossible. You can't have her there. And no, it's like you could be way across the room and it doesn't matter. I feel After that way with drinks, drinks. I feel as beautiful as Rebecca Slavin. And as That's beautiful what drinks as you. are for. Mm-hmm. That's, I have the same thing with my friend who's a drag queen. <laughs> Cassandra Moore, most beautiful drag queen you will ever find. Google her. Uh, amazing. So you I, got married. I got married. And, you know, whatever your opening presents. I guess. And, yeah. It's like we didn't do that in front of anybody. And there weren't that many to open. We didn't ask for gifts. We asked for, well, we asked for money. So <laughs> it's mostly what we got. But we opened this one package and it was <laughs> like a Night of the Living Dead, the play t-shirt that was like triple xl like neither one of us could have worn it to be worn together right oh i didn't get it <laughs> and then it also had like a, a sippy you know those cold sippy cups that yeah. have a straw in them yeah. with frankenstein on it and then these halloween window window decals what yeah and then like zombie cookie cutter it was a real theme. It was a real theme. And we did get Which, married like nine days after Halloween, right? So there was a sale. And so, yeah, right. The, and it was so confusing. It's like, what is this? Like, this is in no way 
in the theme of anything else we have gotten really like we got a couple odd things of course but it's like well this is strange and then we found out later it was my sister-in-law let her kids (laughs) pick out all the presents for us so she just took them to a store and she let at the time like her two-year-old and you know, like right, like they so that so then knowing, it's very funny. <laughs> so then knowing after, and I feel like the shirt. Her her husband is quite tall and broad. Yes, and so and he does he teaches drama, and I can only think that it was a shirt he was given that didn't wear that made it into. The- bag it was no this isn't enough good stuff let's add one more good thing yeah Yeah. exactly it was the (laughs) like knowing that it was the kids that picked it out after of course made it make sense but it was but still they picked it out of our re-gifting closet (laughs) gift it sometimes felt like that and it's funny because like after like any present i've received since has been a perfect sense and been perfectly lovely and it's like this is the weirdest wedding present I have ever. It's a really weird gift. It's a weird gift. Has it ever come up in conversation or mm-hmm. huge family fights? No, we have never <laughs> acknowledged that but this every, was a thing. Every Halloween, you stick up those stickers in your window and you're like, so glad we got married. Oh, so glad we got married. <laughs> Part of me wants to pull this apart. <laughs> yeah, let's break this down. Let's break part this of down. me wants to break this down, but part of me also wants to acknowledge that I feel for a person that lets their child. They're at the stage that where they're letting their child pick out things. Well, I, are just I think like tired a lot. Just so yeah. tired, right? You're so you're tired. Just like, you're so tired. And also the thought that like, oh, it's cute and funny, which, yeah. you know, it's And sure. you're probably really, I, I can imagine, but putting a wedding together is very stressful. And probably those things may be, may be funny later on, but at that moment probably wasn't that <laughs> it funny. It was very confusing at that moment. And now is hilarious yeah. and wonderful. <laughs> and at the time was like, I don't understand if I'm being welcomed into this family yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or called a witch. <laughs> what, yeah, I don't know what's happening here. And I mean, really, I think putting on a wedding is a lot like putting on a show. It's just, it's exactly like putting on a show. It's like so a you're probably better equipped for it than the I, average person. It's easy for me yeah. for that. Like still stressful, but you do it all like, the time. Oh, you just do this and this and this. And did you have? I I can't remember because I was very drunk. That was the night I discovered that drinking straight scotch would take away the pain from my of my broken shoulder. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna say heart. And there's so many pictures from that night because you had these Polaroid cameras. Yeah, and I have like one of the prettiest pictures of me ever taken. And then about 25 minutes later, the craziest picture <laughs> where Taz, Ben Russell, and I are just fucking loaded. Amazing. Yeah. I noticed that most weddings, something always goes a bit sideways. Like I was just at a wedding in Calgary for Graham's brother and his, uh, one of the speech makers made a very long and somewhat embarrassing speech. Mm. I really enjoyed it because there were some really (laughs) funny things that came out about my friend who was getting married that I didn't know, like a real heavy sword face. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy actually had some really good bits. He just needed to make it maybe a little bit shorter. Um, Plus, I had a miniature crush on him. So I was like, everything you say is hilarious and funny. You're delightful. Seven foot tall man. And everyone's like, you're ruining the wedding. And you're like, let him speak. He looks good. I wonder if he's noticed my address. <laughs> <laughs> I was also drunk. Um, so I noticed that almost every wedding I've been to, there's always a hitch. Someone's misbehaving. 
someone's doing something weird or there's a weird speech, but I can't remember there being. There wasn't anything crazy. Like there it was were, that gift, <laughs> right? Just lurking, waiting, <laughs> watching. <laughs> there was one eyes. like so extra eyes. long speech for sure. Um, that was like really it's going on a little bit long. This speech, but otherwise it was like we had planned um, that I was going to come out from one side of the hall because we got married at Wise Hall, and he was going to come out from the other side, and we were going to meet in the middle and then walk up the aisle together. Right? We weren't going to. I wasn't having anyone giving me away or anything. And uh, the music started playing, and at the agreed point time, I start walking out, and he's like not there. <laughs> and I'm like. He's the one who wanted this. So like all through planning, I said, what's your day? Whatever you want. <laughs> no, really, it's your day. Like I'm, I don't have to decide this because it's your day. And you are a real groomzilla. No. Yeah. And so, right? I'd watch that show. Groomzilla. It would be so good. We watched a lot of Bridezilla shows but leading up to the wedding and it was amazing. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, where is he? And then, so I keep walking, thinking maybe I just can't see him. There's a lot of people here. <laughs> That's a thing, bride blindness, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, all I could see was my own radiance. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, there's this weird glow coming off my beautiful soap. I can shoot lasers from my fingers. This is incredible. <laughs> just hold on to that. It only lasts for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what had happened was his like aunt and uncle were late. And they came in the entrance where he was and they're like, oh no, wait, you have to wait until you have to wait. We're not all here yet. And he's like, well, is my Guido here? Like, is my grandpa here? Uh, and they said, yeah, well, yeah, he's here. And he's like, well, th- like that meant the most. He was, he's yeah. very close with his grandfather. And he's like, I gotta go. Is my and Guido here? And he's like, and then <laughs> he's like, go, I'm here, bro. <laughs> right? And he's like, I gotta go. Like, the song, I gotta go. I thought, no, wait, wait, wait. And it's like, no, like they had a grip on him and he had to, he Whoa. had to like break free. Break free. I was pretty much, I like got to him and then had to bring him back <laughs> to the center. Whoa. So um, that was, I'd say, the only hitch where I had a moment of. <laughs> Am I going to have to eat all this cake alone? <laughs> and you're like, yay. <laughs> Alicia's have- like, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to eat all the grilled cheese sandwiches by oh, myself? Oh, <laughs> man. Well, yeah. Alicia's like, get rid of the bread. I'm there. <laughs> I had, Wisps. Yeah, I had gluten-free. Ooh, no, nice. Smart. I was prepared. Nice. Um, I have a bad present. This is my own because I've definitely given bad presents. When I was a kid, this doesn't really play into this, but – I wasn't good at arts and crafts, really. Uh, but in nursery school for Easter, we painted eggs, but we painted hard-boiled eggs. And then I presented them to my dad. They were dyed, and my dad kept them for years. And then my brother and I were snooping through my parents' closet. I think we were looking for, like, a gun or something or whatever we could possibly find. We did have a gun at the time. And uh, the eggs fell out of the box. And broke. And the smell was crazy. So, kids, (laughs) take out the egg part first. It's hard. It's hard to blow that out. But the next year, they let us do it. Like, blow the eggs out. Like, put the two little holes and then blow the eggs out, which is fun, too. Yeah, it's tough. You have to be five, not four. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Those are the two holes. But I gave a lot of, like, crappy homemade presents. Uh Uh-huh. And saved my allowance money for 
snacks, crunchy chocolate bars. Specifically. People love that though. When all my grandparents no. died, I found out that they kept every dumb, shitty thing I ever gave them. And I was like, I love you so much more. I once gave my mom a margarine container, which I painted with modeling paint that I had taken from my dad's workshop because he liked models, <laughs> like model airplanes and stuff. And so did my brother. Painted the whole thing silver. And then I had these. Uh, <laughs> I love this already. And then I had it's a, a horse spaceship. that was like a fancy toy horse that had a fancy saddle that had all these plastic studs in it they were decorative like little fleur-de-lis so i took those out of this that and then poked them into the margarine container they were gold you basically invented a roomba (laughs) (laughs) and then i filled it with all of my loose change (laughs) my mother see that's where it broke down yeah (laughs) empty it would have just been a nice container so long (laughs) with all your loose change that's That's all the fancy saddle things that's, That's really so sweet. cute. It's so inventive. <laughs> but not good. I love trying to figure out the thought process behind a, a child gift. It's just with what you have, right? Yeah. I was like, pennies are good presents. <laughs> I love pennies. They're all different. Some look dirty. Some look clean. Some are new. Some are old. Some of the old ones still look new. Vice versa, dirty. Some of them have green stuff on them. Some yeah, there was smell green really ones. weird. They smell so weird. Yeah. I used to just throw them in the garbage. I've talked about that before. Yeah, I used to vacuum them uh, I don't have one. I don't have a, a bad present this week, but I do have an email from someone named Chadwick Floyd. Hey, Chadwick. Who Hello. I just want to thank you for giving me the present of your name because it's amazing. <laughs> uh, so Chad says, from my mother-in-law, who has complete and necessary access to a Pinterest list of gifts I would love. That's very smart of you. Mm. Uh, I got the following clearly off list gift for my June birthday. A green and red mustached Santa hat (laughs) t-shirt. I was turning 32. After opening this abomination, my wife told me she had already advised my mom that this would be a horrible gift six months ago during actual Christmas time. (laughs) And he included a photo of him wearing it, looking very confused. (laughs) 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 It's a really good face. I really really like that t-shirt. I really like Chad. That is amazing. That's a good... I mean, you made us happy, so thanks to your mom. <laughs> uh, but no, I have no explanation. People get really excited about about sort of themed seasonal things, I think. I, I don't know why, but every present I get now from basically my husband's half of this family has a mustache on it. I don't know where I got this reputation that I like. Do you things. have a cute picture on Facebook with you with a oh, mustache? Oh, I do. That's why. Because I've seen why. it. It's really you good. You stop being so cute on I the I was internet. just using my braids as a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but that's weird when someone latches onto one thing yeah. that they no, vaguely you know about you. Where you're wearing a mustache oh, picture. I, oh, you know what? Maybe it's a bigger theme than Maybe I you yeah. love mustaches. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. I, come to think about it, you've got like eight mustache Nicole. tattoos. <laughs> yeah. My... Yeah, my mustache mustache sketch. You got a fetish. Yeah. Mustache sketch. Admit it. My brother gave me some carved African masks once, which oh, I don't understand because they don't suit like kind of my specific way of decorating. And he's like, yeah, I got them in the mall from this guy who carves them. And he was oh, wow. a really nice guy. And so I got them for you. But I also know my brother is like a bit of a, let's see how much trouble I can make. 
right? So I was like, oh, thanks. That's really nice that you thought of this. But I could also see the delight in his eyes that he knew that they weren't my thing. (laughs) (laughs) What a shit. And I was at my mom's when he gave them to me. And I was like, and my mom's like, well, I have a place I could hang them. Like, I said, yeah, I don't. Because at the time I really lived in a place the size of a queen size bed. Yeah. And they suited her house better. And so, like, two years later, my brother's like, so those masks are still here, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're probably going to be here a real long time. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, brother. sounds great. Oh, yeah. He's a a lovely weirdo. So we have some Twitter submissions for Worst Presents from Josh Warnicky. I feel like we've had something from him before. Uh, So, Treasure Trove. Um, I asked for a snare drum so I could join my elementary school band, but got a remote control truck. The box was the same size. Oh, So he was so excited. I didn't know that snares came in boxes. Then Catherine, whose handle is best at farts. <laughs> so Amazing. Lucky. Yeah, that's great. I'm jealous. Snagged Not it. me, but my aunt sent my sister a teddy, and then just so we know, lingerie for <gasps> Christmas when she was 12. What? I would have loved that when I was 12. Yeah, me too. I thought lace was so cool. I could have so shown cool. my brother's friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I lived in a fear that I would receive one too. Uh, Christy Colleen, uh, my ex-husband bought me a hairdryer from Costco for Christmas. The next year, he bought me the same hairdryer again. <laughs> and you were like, Fuck. divorce. That's really bad. Hello, divorce? And then... Um, <laughs> divorce hotline. Tough age. Oh. Wrote in. Jarrett. Jarrett Samson. Samson. Previous guest. guest. One time my father gave me a golfing Three Stooges mouse pad. <laughs> I never liked the Three Stooges. I never liked golf. <laughs> he hates mouse pads. Yeah, he mentioned that. Jared's family uh, is hilariously so different from him. I've never <laughs> met them, but I have this picture in my mind of what they're like. I've been to their house multiple times to drop him off, and he's like, you don't have to come in. <laughs> <laughs> so funny great submissions guys yeah so uh, papo of the week let's do it arf 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 you always do that extra arf <laughs> you add a syllable you need an extra arf <laughs> alicia is putting a tassel <laughs> all over her face those, those brownies definitely did something to your brain chemistry. <laughs> I can't eat a lot of sugar. <laughs> I, I did put extra honey in them. They were very tasty. So I good. mean, there's still um, two left. I have a pupo. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's my pupo every week. I live in the West End in Vancouver, and I see this dog every week. Yeah. And I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know puppos. <laughs> you don't know like what type of puppo he is? I have no idea what type. Show us. So he's, he's on my Instagram. Oh, is this puppo? Oh, my God. That's a boxer? That's a boxer. Oh, yeah. okay. So obviously it's a boxer. <laughs> but he has a crazy underbite. Uh, yeah, he's got a crazy he underbite. Like and he's like brown and white, and he just sits so regal all the time when his owner owns him 
like leaves him outside of his shop. And sometimes I see the owner walking the dog. And every time I'm like, I hated the dog. And the owner looks at me like, ah, why are you touching you my know? dog? Yeah. You're and a stranger. Because I touch your dog all the time. And <laughs> yeah. you just don't see me. I touch a dog. Yeah. Uh, and I just love this dog so much. It's so cool. Yeah. That looks like uh, the Honest Butcher's dog a little bit. He looks a little bit like him, yeah. But also I feel like that breed of dog looks a little bit like the alien from Predator. Oh yeah, predator. I can see <laughs> They've that. They've got that weird sort of jaw where you think like yeah. their mouth could open in four different directions. And it honestly never checked. Like no, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe that's the case with this dog. Listeners, and please call in. Whenever I listen to the podcast and it's Papa of the Week, yeah, I, I think who would my Papa of the Week be? Like I daydream about it, Aww. and I'm like, oh, it's always this dog. Do you know his name? <laughs> no, but in my head, I call him Bertram. <laughs> Bertram oh, that's a great a name. name. That's what I call him in my mind. I feel like you have a rich inner. <laughs> I have a real like inner life. That... Yeah, with Bertram. Yeah. <laughs> we go like on hikes and stuff. <laughs> Weekends at the park. That's it's magical. really nice. <laughs> wow. I think you should just confront this dog's owner and be like, hey, I don't know what this dog's called, but he's Bertram to me and just give him to me for, like 48 hours. No questions asked. Oh, we'd have an amazing regal time. You'd improve his life. I feel like this dog would also improve my posture because he's got such a good yeah, like very... regal stance. I would hmm. want to be sh- like I don't want to be a schlub around this dog. No, but that dog's really nice to hang out with. So he's outside the health food store. <laughs> now I want to go hang out in the West End and find Bertram, aka whatever your name is. <laughs> That's a great pup. <laughs> it's so nice to have a picture of him. Yeah. Too. Yeah, if yeah. you want, we can put it on the internet. Yeah, we'll yeah. do that. Sure. People are going to lose their minds. It's, for yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's on my Instagram. I'll, I'll get it to you. Alicia, who's your papa? Well, I spent the weekend on Bowen Island. Um, my friend Mary, well, there's so many papas this week, so I'll go through them as quickly as possible. My friend Mary loaned me her cottage for the weekend, which was huge. Papo number one. Papo number one, Mary. Mary Goldie. <laughs> papo two through 17. I got there... I trek through the a little path through the woods. You know, you don't know where you're going, so it seems so long the first time you do the walk. Mm-hmm. But then the walk became very quick over the weekend. But I had to go through the woods. The directions were go through the woods, turn, keep right, keep right, go past one church, go past another church, and there's my house. So many churches in the woods. That's but really it was, scary. It's just a way to save a lot of time because it mm-hmm. wasn't okay. an actual street with an actual address. But it was really clever and safe and um, then, so I get to the little cottage and it's a cottage. It has everything you need, but nothing fancy. You know, if someone says they have a cottage and you go there and it's like nicer than any house you've ever been in, that yeah, makes me very uncomfortable. This is a cottage. I'm going to talk about that in my puppo. <laughs> cool. And then, uh, so I was eating dinner and I was walking through the backyard and walked right into a doe and a stag just oh. hanging out in the garden. And they were just about six feet from me, and I know better than to try to touch them, but I was really taken aback to be so close to deer, because I've seen them, right, you know, but not that close. And then as I was walking into the house, there was a family of skunks living under the porch, and they I made enough noise that they went back under the porch. And uh, then that night, I didn't really venture out and figure out where things were, so I just ate, and I was so tired uh, and I was getting a glass of water just before going to bed, and I looked outside, and it was dusk, and there was deer walking through the yard. I saw a skunk wander through the yard again, and then I saw two cats making love <laughs> at dusk. Uh, this beautiful, huge, fat tabby was just sitting and looking at a tree, and she really seemed to be thinking about something. 
And I just, it was so picturesque because I'm in this tiny cottage that's covered in like wood shingles and looking out this little window that has little tchotchkes everywhere, lining the window memories from 50 years of owning the cottage. And oh, shit. Then I look out and there's this huge fat cat that so she's so pretty and she's just sitting there so mellow. And then this black cat comes up behind her and they do cat sex. And then she just goes back to kind of daydreaming. <laughs> that and sounds then, like a lot like life. Yeah. <laughs> In general. Yeah. Like she seemed to have a good time. He had a good time. And I was having a good time. And then I slept for 12 hours. So my final puppo was that the best sleep. puppo. Amazing. Oh, I man. I actually think of you as kind of like a Snow White character. So for you... Because <laughs> she looks just, exactly like her. She looks like... Yeah, you, you yeah. People Snow always White, say I look like right? Snow White. But it's I think a, I look like a potato. No. <laughs> potato White. <laughs> I'm going to do a little Photoshop. Half potato, half Snow White. <laughs> yeah. So it it was really perfect. beautiful to get out of the city and the ta- Bowen itself is, I would definitely return. And it was really nice to have my whole trip cost $67. Whoa. That's amazing. And I ate really well and I really enjoyed the time by myself and I got some writing done and, uh, and I went for a beautiful hike and then I went to the beach and read Lindy West's new book, which is mm, amazing. True. I really love it. I wasn't sure because I only follow her on Twitter and I wasn't really familiar with her career outside of being She's a writer. Great. Very funny and very vulnerable ex- and sensitive ex- writer. Yes. Yeah. Really moving. So it was great. So my whole weekend was like, I felt like really cool for going away by myself. And my mom was like, that's, I, you were, I would never do that. And I was like, I just, none of my friends were around that could come with me, you know? So anyways, that's it. It was well, a great weekend. If you ever want to go away. <laughs> With a baby. I like babies. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> yeah, I went away for a whole week with Abby and Margo last, oh, yeah. last summer. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. I don't do enough of it. I like water and, and I saw lots of good animals. and People drink a lot, though. <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> it's really weird to be a person. Like, I do really love drinking and I and, uh, don't do a lot of it, mostly because it my lifestyle doesn't support it and my health doesn't support it. But fuck, people at the grocery store were like getting fucking loaded. Uh, we call those, uh, this is totally comes from uh, my husband. We, we go for a hike and it's like around the lake or something like that. And, you know, like there's always people in speedboats and they're super loud or <laughs> yeah. whatever. So like all those people, he's always just like Ugh, lake people. Totally. <laughs> because he's from the prairies and that's <laughs> where those people that's go. That's all they have yeah. for water is lakes. Yeah. So like, anytime we – sometimes even in the West End when there's like a bunch of rowdies outside, it's like, ugh, lake, lake people. people. You're like, that's an inlet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, if you haven't heard enough stories about lake people and speedboat people and uh, flora and fauna of an island, I was on an island this weekend. <laughs> I spent uh, three nights on Salt Spring. Oh, whoa. And it was – not a cabin. I thought we were going to like a summer house, but it's a four bedroom mansion that my friend's family owns. And we were lucky enough to have all to ourselves for my friend Sally's 30th birthday. And uh, Sally, her parents are uh, sailboat people. So we had to go over to the Salt Spring Yacht Club for a little bit just to say hi to everyone. And they were very lovely and gave us champagne and cheese. And I didn't actually go into the yacht club proper. I just stayed outside because that's where all the dogs were tied up. <laughs> and it was amazing because I was a little bit buzzed. I was were wearing they a, fancy dogs. 
Oh, pretty fancy. Yeah. I was wearing a giant full-brimmed sun hat that I found in the house that belonged to uh, Jackie's mom. And I put it on and I was like, this this looks cool, right? And we were all like a little bit buzzed. And they're like, you definitely need to wear it. Uh, and I did the whole, like we went over on a Zodiac and I had a chin strap and I was like holding it like I was from an oldie timey movie. It was great. Anyway, uh, there was a giant Newfoundland dog named Bonnie and we fell in love with her because she was just such a gentle giant she was just laying down and you walked up to her and you put your hand up to her to for her to sniff and she I was like is she awake or her eyes open like you really had to get down low to see <laughs> she just didn't give a fuck and uh she's one of those dogs that there's pro- no probably no possible way for her to ever be fully clean because she's just so the fur is so dense and she's, you know, a large beast. But so when you're petting her, you're like, oh, my God, she smells not great. <laughs> but you don't even care and you just keep petting her. And then you're like, that's my my bonnie hand. <laughs> and so then we met her owner. He came out to be like, oh, get her off the deck. You know, she's a mess. And then we found out that there was a puppy there wow. who was her sister, not mm. by blood, but by uh, home. It's a little golden doodle puppy, two months old. And when we first found her, she was like sort of dozing because I think she'd gone swimming because the top of her head was still wet. <laughs> and she just looked like a pile of cookie dough. It was amazing. She was just so mellow. She would just like flop on her back. You could just pet her belly forever. And then she was, she was still teething. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're like, I know you're not supposed to let them chew on human fingers, but like this ain't my dog, so like <laughs> do it as much as you want because it's so cute. And the puppy's name is Willow. Oh, nice. So Willow and Bonnie. Willow, come here. That's how I always imagine dog names. It doesn't work. Mm. I know a lot of dogs named Willow, though. Yeah, but they're all dodos. Anyway, there's so many, like... <laughs> So many amazing dogs on that island and so many rich people. When we were on the ferry, the car ahead of us was a Tesla and I made Shit. I made Jay look it up on his phone to see how much it costs. It's $100,000. Mm-hmm. And a Bernese mountain dog in the back that they were uh, fawning over. I love those dogs. They're magical. They're so, nice. They're so magical. They have all the colors. But then we saw, we saw a fawn and we saw a doe and we saw clams and I got to hold hermit crabs which i'd never done before and was really you would love cute. that because it's like a hedgehog from the sea yeah and they're so smart like they're anyway yeah it was just an embarrassment of puppos but my main puppo bonnie yeah really into bonnie sounds really good she's a real stanky bitch <laughs> <laughs> on that note oh. brianna if people <laughs> would like to find you online yeah uh i'm on twitter and sometimes I remember to tweet. Yeah, they're at, good too. And that's funny. Right? It's uh, Brianna Rayner. You can try to figure out how to spell it. All my certificates ever have incorrect spellings of my name on them. We're going to spell your name right and it's going to be in the name of this podcast. Great. <laughs> yeah. So you can just look that up. Or I have a website, com, where you can see a sketch of me and a mustache, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's and where everyone gets their present ideas. Get today. a themed gift for her yeah, from and, that. And you can send uh, themed dr- sketches, please. <laughs> I want drawings. Mm. Do a sketch of a sketch. That's right. That's what I want more than anything. A sketch of a sketch? <laughs> a sketch of a sketch. A skexies? 
No, we can not do one that of those for her. Terrifying. Yeah, they're pretty freaky. What's this get skeets? From, From the, the dark, dark crystal. crystal. They're like the oh. evil guys. There's the mystics and the skexies. I have this theory. I haven't told you about it that like you can break down civilization into mystics and skexies, and then there's gelflings and potlings, and that's just the four types of people in this world. Skexies are the worst. Yeah, they're not as terrifying as Wheelers from the sequel to um, Return to Oz. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That's because they sort of seem like a little bit Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I, yeah, Cirque du Soleil is full creep. Yeah. <laughs> full creep. Yeah. Full of creep. That's what they should call it. Yeah. <laughs> Tent full of creep. Yeah. Yeah. To pr- trapezi creep. <laughs> and people go. You guys figured think- this out for me. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Oh. I don't mind seeing no. them at it. Like, in, I think I've said, like, why I don't like them. In part, it's, like, just too Quebec for me. Oh, it's it's the <laughs> most, it's, like, more so than Cabana Sook. It's, like, the most I will never get ti- tired of no. Cabana Sook. I, I want to hang out at the Sugar Shack. <laughs> yeah, Sugar Shack, Sugar Shack, Sugar Shack. But it is. That's it. It's too Quebec for me. Yeah. And in Quebec, it's okay. Like, it's the Jazz Fest or whatever, and you get 15 minutes of Cirque. And mm. I'm like, that's the right amount. And it's outside, and there's all this, like... Just everything that's Montreal and it's cool. Everyone's wearing bike shorts and blazers together. Yeah, no one's circumcised. Unicircle, unicircumcised. I don't, I don't know why I made that joke, but uh, don't know that to be true. I'd like to think that it's true. You need PRL, penis radius laser, the app that Jay invented. <laughs> it? It's on your phone. You shine at someone's crotch and you find out the radius of someone's penis. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's not real. <laughs> no, it's like real. Tell me where to get this at. Is it just a flashlight? <laughs> Can a you flashlight. get it for Android? I have an Android. <laughs> Sorry, it's only on the iTunes App Store. Oh no! No, it would for sure also be on Google Play. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's too good back. Uh, Jessica, you are. Just getting back from tour when nope. this comes out. No, nope. I'm on tour still. You're on tour still I'm on when this tour comes still out for another two weeks. Oh, we miss you. <laughs> I know. Oh, tour I don't so want you guys to go. I was thinking that today. I was going to say to this is what I was going to say uh, after I got here was I don't want you guys to leave. And I was like, oh wait, Jay and I just made this amazing album and. uh Saying that I don't want them to tour it is like the shittiest thing. <laughs> no, I I appreciate the sentiment, but it's also like uh, it would be kind of a shitty move to mint if we're like, yeah, press all these albums for us. Also, like, oh, we're just gonna hang out in Vancouver for the summer. Yeah, Tobin's no lonely. <laughs> yeah. What um, um, what is your postcard to Alicia gonna say? I actually have it sitting right over here, and it's pre-addressed and pre-stamped, so I don't want to give it away. Is it from here? No. I just I I, no, I don't want to ruin anything. Well, but it's her I birthday do. while she's while we're gone, um, so I'm gonna spend, send her a special thing. Also, okay, I just before I do my plugs, I want to acknowledge the fact that somewhere in the middle of Pop of the Week, Alicia's tassel on her shirt that she was rubbing all over her face, she <laughs> she broke it off of her shirt. But you live in the same house as a very talented sewer seamstress lady. It would cost like at least $12 to sew this back on. It- <laughs> can, can I just say, I think it would make a really good fake mustache. Oh, you do have a fetish. Oh, it's true. It's, Come on, it's perfect. It's very, <laughs> I've had this shirt for a long time. I'm very, very surprised that the tassel just now fell off. I think off. you can just tie the end of the string around that the tassel and it'll be fine. You well, that maybe after it. you can help me. I've been trying okay. to do it this whole time. I'll do it and it'll be like in Ghost where you, yeah. you, where you come from behind. behind you yeah. and I'll just fix your tassel okay. and it'll be like Unchained Melody Plays or whatever. I don't like that song. No? No. It's a high note. It's so How impressive. does the song start again? 
<laughs> oh, my love, my darling, I've hungered for your touch a long, <laughs> anyway. long time. <laughs> yes. That was such a magical moment. I didn't uh, want to interrupt it. Yeah. <laughs> I got too aroused. Anyway, so this is coming out August 1st. Yeah, it's my birthday in three days. Yeah, everyone. What wish- are you, the listener, going to get me? Uh... I'm actually going to be in Montreal on your birthday. So really? Maybe you can hang can out. Can you get me a St. Viator bagel t-shirt in my size? I would love to. Poor Graham Clark went and they gave, sold him a medium uh, and he paid for a medium. And when he opened it up, it was a size uh, extra large. But then he has it. It looks so good and on him. I love it when he wears it. He looks like so the little good. Yeah. happy smiling but, um, guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just want to plug St. Viator bagels. <laughs> Fuck yeah. They're I'm going to go home soon. Really good. So, okay. Stand outside the bagel shop and smell. Anyway, this week I'm in Moncton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, and Sudbury. Oh my gosh, so how exhausting. If you live in any of those places, I'm playing shows there. So come check us out. Bye. Bye. A record. And a t shirt. Yeah, I need to make some of those still. You guys have great t-shirts. They're amazing t-shirts. You're going to love them. Yeah, I was just wearing mine the other day for Energy Slime. <laughs> uh, what else is there to plug? Alicia's birthday, everyone sent her a really nice picture of a bagel. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like a ginger-haired man eating a bagel? People don't understand what I'm looking for in a ginger. Hmm. They just being magical. Send you a piece of They're ginger. like the ginger cats of humans. Oh, they're really special. They're just so beautiful. They're and rare. they're good people. And you can see that all at once. <laughs> We somehow, the last, the goodbye of this episode might be our <laughs> longest goodbye. And Brianna has an infant to get home to. Yeah, uh, so I apologize for Mom's that. You do need to go. Out. But thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're a wonderful guest. Thank you. Um, and I hope to see you soon socially. And that we'd love to have you back on. Well, I hear someone else won't be around sucking up your time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. my life force. <laughs> I need it to live. When to call you now. I have a bicycle. I can come visit you in the West End now. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can only get there by bicycle. Yeah. Tourists. So don't visit? Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.